Greetings, everyone. I'm Luke Brian Smith, and welcome to Enlightened, Empowered, Evolved. I believe everyone's doing well, and everything is unfolding perfectly, exactly as it should, even if you can't see it at first. I'm excited yet again, and you know why, because I love engaging in just conscious uh, educational dialogues with people from around the world, and today is no exception. I have me and Wong. And she's just an amazing individual. She's going to tell you about herself, but she holds degrees in, in many prestigious uh, institutes and certifications and just, just amazing. And I forgot to put the word Reverend at the beginning of her, of her name, but you'll find out more about that. So how are you doing today, Nian? Oh, I'm doing wonderfully. Your energy is just so amazing. I so appreciate being here. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to launch it. If you want to hear a little bit about who I am and what I do and all that. Um, yeah. Yes, exactly. And before you even say anything, I got to say one more thing, um, because I I really do like to start off um, my show with just gratitude. And I just want to thank you once again and extend my sincerest gratitude to you because I believe, I'm a firm believer that time is one of our most precious assets. We only have a certain amount of time. And for you to choose to spend a segment of your time here with my guest and I, um, I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. No, I so yes, let's just get right into it, Reverend. Yeah. Um, tell us more about yourself, about that Reverend, about, I mean, yeah. you can even highlight if you want some of these I, I, I want you to some of these degrees that you got these from the organizations you got them from like okay, okay. I'm not even gonna say the name I want you to say the name oh you want me to say them okay well uh, how about I start like like in the foundation foundationally I right. am a Vietnamese refugee I fled Vietnam at the end of the war we ended up in California and so I grew up in a multilingual like Vietnamese English multilingual um uh tri-generational family like uh, like basically grandparents in the house so very kind of unusual background but I think when right. we arrived here we hit the ground running as you saw like like in terms right. of like the American dream, like there's a, a very classic story there. So we started with nothing. My my dad was a janitor at the local sewage plant. That's kind of how we started in the U.S. And he like mortgaged and refinanced his house and put all five children through college. Um, I have a degree in philosophy. My undergrad is in philosophy from UC Irvine. Uh, you know, so I was a California girl for most of my life. And then, as you mentioned, um, 
I went to uh, Stanford Law School. I uh, have my Juris Doctor from Stanford. Um, after that, I got um, a Master's of Divinity from Unity Institute and Seminary. So I am a licensed and ordained Unity minister. I did practice law for... Um, depending on how you count it, eight to 10 years in the San Francisco Bay Area, I actually practiced antitrust and securities litigation. So like big business, like litigation in San Francisco for many years wow. until I got a spiritual awakening. High and pressure, high pressure. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, job. Yeah. I'm sure litigation involved with, yeah, yeah corporate. Oh my gosh. I yeah. can only imagine because I've watched, only thing I have, that 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 uh gives me sort of an image of how that is is watching um shows like suits and things like that so like i won't even watch it but yeah focus you know because people i mean i guess i take it as a compliment i mean like i'm not bashing lawyers or anything like that but when people right. meet me today they're like they're like you were a lawyer right because right. The, the world i live in is so different right now so i so my focus is ministry um but i actually don't do church ministry i was a church minister for uh 5 years and i left to found evolving enneagram and uh so the enneagram is this basically an it's known in our modern day as a personality typing tool and so people can kind of use it for that but really it's essentially an ancient map of consciousness and so what I love ancient about ancient map, if I, if I, yeah. if I, uh, uh, butt in, it, it's, it's not to be rude, but it's just, oh. you saying certain things that I haven't heard before. And I'm just yes. saying them, repeating them for right. myself and the audience. No, so absolutely. ancient map of what? Consciousness. Of consciousness. Yes. And that just feels good for some reason. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> So what's amazing about it, because even in ministry, so in ministry, I was teaching prayer and med forms of meditation. Um, I consider myself, um, so I'm a unity minister, but that's, I consider myself to be an interspiritual minister. Like I'm very much, it's like non-dogmatic. I really believe there are many paths to an experience of the divine, you know, um, and I practice different ones from Buddhist tradition, from Sufism uh, and all sorts and from the Christian mystical tradition mainly. So I really believe in sort of our, our oneness, the oneness of all life. And so right. what's Enneagram, the Enneagram is basically a circle with nine points around it. And the circle represents our wholeness. And, and so the nine points represent like nine, almost like nine ways we've lost sight of that fundamental wholeness and our fundamental oneness. And so when you can locate what we call your personality type, like that's just the beginning. You know, one of my friends has called it like finding your personality type is like the trailhead to the wilderness of your whole self you know, the wildness and the wilderness of like this dynamic whole. And so this idea is like, once we determine our Enneagram type, it actually helps us to see what are my barriers to presence? What are the mm. ways I think I'm going to see? Now, when you say barriers, excuse me again, yeah. when you say barriers, because you're throwing so much yes. wonderful information at me, I, I, I'm going to stop you every now yes. and then. Barriers to presence. What do you mean by that? Yeah. To, to the present moment or yeah. presence of yourself? I mean, what, what do you mean? Yeah, what a great question. For me, because again, my bias is that the fundamental nature of existence is, is beneficent, is good, is love. And so this idea that we just need to open to it, that we have these uh, 
uh, limiting beliefs, if you will, not just beliefs, but like a limited right. framework, a lens through which we are we are blocked from the knowing of that fundamental goodness within ourselves as well as when our within our context or reality, right? Or shared reality. And and so the Enneagram by helping to name it, then then my spiritual journey isn't just some amorphous like how do I awaken? What I recognize is different people. It the Enneagram helps me understand why different people need different paths. Right, based right. on that oneness that that based on my personality structure like for say, say there's a type 7 sevens generally flee from pain and so there's this like positivity right but sevens can but there isn't a genuine positivity what sevens do is they black out any negative feelings and they run from them and they run to the nearest vacation or the nearest idea that's exciting so the idea is like if i understand someone to be a seven then what i support them in is actually um going into um their their pain um and in their grief and difficult parts that they were running away from so they can find that their wholeness and a more authentic satisfaction an ability to like be whole is in there and fulfillment is there, not by discarding and running Would away. Would it be correct for me to say um, you help them to heal those areas so that they can overcome them or no? That wouldn't yeah, be the right context. Way, that's, that's one way of saying it. We can think about healing it more in terms of healing um, consciousness, almost like there's nothing right. fundamentally broken. But what we're, we're, we're healing in a way is almost like that limiting lens of that only believes that like, oh, like most sevens don't believe that they can face their pain and make it through, right? And so right. there's a way in which they can't stay with the, the authenticity of their struggle. Most sevens come to me after actually like a parent has died, you know, and like they can't, they don't even know how to stay and be with and hold space for their own grief, which is a part. Wow. They don't know how to, uh, yeah, right. to process that. Yeah. And you remind me, and this is all about you, but you remind me, you, you just reminded me of a of a a segment I did um last week when you said about nothing's broken. Because this woman um said that in in her perspective, she said, I used to be a therapist, but I moved from being a therapist because therapist is synonymous with something's wrong, something's broken, into coaching which means bringing out the best self so that kind of reminded me of that when you said that and i'm just yeah. that that is amazing and i know that information and 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 um things that you're saying right now are not coincidental mm -hmm. even down to when you mentioned your uh the 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 institutions that you received your um your degrees from which is stanford and my younger brother went to stanford um he was right studying um, I believe uh, engineering or something like that and then my son my oldest son he he went to a um he went to a community college for a couple of years and then he transferred to UC Irvine and now he's living down there yeah so he went there for two years but, yes back to you um so continue about the Enneagram. The and then you also, you mentioned something about a circle. Now I'm reading a book right now on metaphysics yeah. and I can't think of the name because I'm terrible with names, but it's upstairs. I'm like in the middle of the book right now. And I, I, I'm uh, um, doing some of the exercises that, that it's saying to do. And I just drew a wheel um, called the, um, 
the wheel of fortune and you put this, draw this wheel, you draw this affirmation around it and it has these spokes that you put the things that you want to manifest the most or affirm the most like health, wealth, uh, family, love, whatever. And I, and I uh, had my whole uh, family uh, do one as well. I helped them do one, oh, my wife and my daughter, but that that's amazing. So yeah. that's just, just little key things that you're saying is just uh, reminding me of some other thing. It might not have anything. Um, I don't want to say anything, but it might not be the same thing that you're talking about, but it's, it, it's triggering things that you're saying. Right. And I know that's not coincidental. So go yeah. ahead. Yeah. I want to hear more so, about this Enneagram. Uh, yes. Enneagram. Now, did you develop this? <laughs> Hardly. I mean, I mean, we're talking like an ancient symbol. Oh, um, ancient symbol. Only that that arguably, I mean, again, like I could spend a whole week talking just about the Enneagram and I would right. love to, you know, because I love what I do. Um, but but basically it, it you can map almost any human dynamic on it. Like so not only on the map can you find like your own personality type. Like if I know yours and I know someone else's, I know how you interact with each other. I've had couples I work with literally, you know, because usually it's the one person comes in and they bring their partner in. The partner's reluctant. Like, and but if they mention like, oh, we think so-and-so's Enneagram type is this, then I'll be like, well, if so-and-so's Enneagram type is this, then likely this is the dynamic that you're having and you're responding to it in this way. Like, I don't even know the person yet. Like, and they're like buy in right away because it speaks to some fundamental truth in the psyche of that particular like um our human archetype if you will so like and the enneagram type is like your human archetype right it's not the essence of who you are it's like a structure you know through which we filter our lives and and so the idea behind working with the enneagram is once i understand that point on the enneagram it's not about like hooray you're this point it's not saying you're bad, but it's more that when you're fixated at the point, you don't get to live in the whole into the wholeness of you as right. represented by the whole circle. So it's the idea that people think, oh, like, you know, if you're a type three, like, you know, like that I overly equate, like I overly equate what I do with who I am, right? That I am what I'm capable of doing or the value I add versus just being valuable um, for pure being. That's one That's of my right. core lessons, right. right? And so it's just like the healing salve of these beliefs that are contrary to what that little point on the Enneagram believes about itself. That's like a way seeing, seeing themselves in a, broad, a much broader um, spectrum, basically. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. Is that would yes. I be correct See, to say that? Seeing their wholeness <laughs> and 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 embracing it, learning like the ways that the type structure is like, oh no, you can't be that. Like for instance, the type nine, sometimes called the peacemaker, uh, very averse to conflict. But what if a type nine from a soul place is called to bring forth an, an opinion or a stance right. in the world that is going to create conflict with those they love? So your soul is calling you to do it, but your personality type shuts it down. So we work right. on together you created your own blocks per se yeah. yes and now, so how do you come up with the the type that someone is what number how do you come yeah. up with that you have your own yes i mean i'm sure you know and you can't tell us all your secrets but you have a you have a uh um uh a formula down yes. for figuring out what um number someone yes. is Unfortunately, unlike other personality typing systems like Meyer Spriggs and other things like that, where you can actually just take it the online test and you can figure it out, with the Enneagram, it really is an art. And part of the, the issue with the Enneagram and part of its power is the Enneagram doesn't name 
behavior. It describes mm. underlying motivation. And so that's why it can be hard to get like at the core type, right? Because two people can fix the crooked picture on your wall for very different reasons, right? Wow. And so it's about going, what in you has the need to do that? Like, are you perfecting it? Are you making it beautiful? Like what, what is like the, the core reason, right? And so mm. that's why it's more of an art. And yes, there are online tests. People can just Google Enneagram and, you know, like I'm sure you'll have it in the, in the notes here, you know, um, but that's not definitive of your type. Like you might get into your top three if you take an online test. Um, I do typing interviews. And so it, but even that, like it's still it, the ethical tradition that I come from says that no one outside of you can type you. We can help point the way as God. Yes, yes. But yes, it's hard a- to claim that. It's yours to claim. And I resonate with that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it just because a part of what I'm doing is about honoring your wisdom, about bringing forth your truth. Right. And 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 helping you to get out of your own way. You know, what, what when I talked about the limiting beliefs earlier in the Enneagram, what I'm really talking about is like transparent beliefs, meaning right. it's beliefs through which we see the world, but we mm. don't even see the beliefs. Yes. They're transparent to us. So if I can help make those transparent beliefs opaque, if I can help you see the beliefs through which you see the world, then then you can start to see, oh, wait, 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 you know, that mirror makes things closer than they appear, you know? Oh, then I have an offset for that in my life. Like if I tend or lean toward, like if I'm an eight on the Enneagram, I'm gonna lean towards, it's me against you. You know, everything is a fight, you know? And I was like, you know, and I had one woman I was, counseling where it's like oh what if you approach that pta meeting like they weren't against you like what would that be like yes <laughs> like, oh my god it went so well you know a lot of people including so, myself um yeah. approach things in a certain way and it's it, it's always good uh that's why now at this point in time in my journey i embrace other people's perspectives because whether i agree with it right then at the time or never agree with it it's giving me uh, something to think about and just, you know, outside of my own way. Cause I think we, we all, if, if we're not careful, we all have like just a certain way we're thinking a certain pattern and it kind of closes, closes us off instead mm-hmm. of remembering to remain, you know, open and, and see what happens and, 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 and approaching things um, and circumstances as uh, what can I learn and what kind of, what can I observe from this? about others and especially about myself. So that that is amazing. That's what that's um, speaking to me, just yes. listening to you. Yes. And, and just wiping away the, 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 basically if I was to use a reference, um, I would reference it to like some glasses that you have on and they're really dirty. Yes. But you, you can see you have the gift of sight, but you're wearing these glasses that are, that are dirty and you're helping to um, clean those so that, that lens you can yeah. see yes and, and connect with your own um higher self yes in fact most of my introductory classes i quote anias nin she who may not be the first to say this but it's this quote that we do not see things as they are we see right. things as we are we are right yeah. right yeah. i mean the attitude that we take towards things it's it's not something, some unforeseen thing that's causing us to do that. And I remember um, when I wasn't um, at this stage in my journey, I, there would be a saying I would 
that I would tell um, others, especially that I would have conflict with, I would say, you're making me feel this way, or you're making me do this, or you're making me angrier. And now that I know, no, right. you, no one can make you anything. Right. right. <laughs> even, even I'm just using that as, as an example, you yeah. know, as just a simple example, no one can make you if you think about it. I mean, I, I, I agree that triggers, but still, even with triggers, you have to allow that. But, you know, that that's something that that does take can and does take work. But yeah. as far as me saying that someone is making me angry, I really, really dissect that now. What do you mean? They're reaching into you and they're programming your mind and saying, OK, anger or are what you're receiving into your ears, you're interpreting it and then projecting it out as anger which is your decision. Yes, yes. 100%. I forgot to say, I'm actually a trained mediator as well. So like the nonviolent communication, you're, you basically just described like a, an aspect of it, which is, oh, we recognize there's a fact out there. A person did that, you did that. And right. I feel angry because I interpreted it to mean this. Yes. And then I can really own that. Here's my story. Let's even check out my story. Is my story correct? Right. You know, it's like, because, you know, that means you don't respect me. That's why you did that. You know? Yes. And it, it, it just goes back to to uh, affirming and solidifying what you just said. It's, you know, that that quote that you just made, you know, and can you say it again? Anais Nian's quote, like, we don't yes. see as they are. We yes. See we are. We are. I love that. Yeah. And that's by who? Anais Nin. Yeah. A-A-I-S-N-I-N. Okay. Yeah. Let me get that again. Let me get that yeah, again. Right here like, on the show. A A-N-A-I-S Anais Nin. N-I-S-N-I-N. I have it right here. Yes. And again, like so many quotes nowadays, right? Everybody could be like, is this the first person who really said the quote? You know, I'm sure a gazillion no. people said it in different ways. In different ways. Right. 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 Because I, I come up with quotes all the time, but I never <laughs> um, like say that, oh, or try to even put out there like the energy of, oh, I came up with this. I'm sure even if I may may have heard something like it before and it just registered right. in my mind, and I, I forgot or never have, but we're all connected anyway. So there's, you know. Someone yeah. could have said it a hundred years ago, two days ago, or whatever. I'm putting it, putting it in a way that um, I'm interpreting it and how I'm feeling. And it might even be exactly the same as somebody else did. Right. Well, <laughs> so. For sure. For sure. Oh, one thing I, I wanted to chime in on, because even as I'm looking at you, I'm like, oh, there's a circle right behind you, right? You know, um, so I keep thinking about the circle idea. You know, we talked earlier about like, the power of the Enneagram for your inner work, your journey into the wholeness of yourself as represented by the circle. But right. the amazing thing about this map of consciousness is it actually maps relationality as well. And so it, there, there are multiple things. It's like I can I can describe your conflict style based on what your number is, you know, and your partner's conflict style, you know, and how they relate to each other. But what you were just describing makes me think like we see things as we are. We see things from where we sit on the circle. Right. right. And in groups, basically, in my terms, what level of consciousness we are in now or what level, what degree of just where we are in life, you yes. know, um, yes. mindset, everything. Right. right. Yes. So yes. that that's amazing. You're not reading me right now, are you? <laughs> I'm always. <laughs> <reading>. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Right. 
But there's, you know, I have to tell you though. So some people use the Enneagram solely psychologically, and the reason, oh, it goes to your to your talk last week um, with the ther- with the former therapist. The reason right. I don't purely use it that way is because the Enneagram can be used to simply dissect people, to simply analyze right. people, to break them down without holding their wholeness at the same time. So, you know, and so there's something about the, like the spiritual journey of like holding wholeness, even as I can recognize your individuality within that wholeness. Right. But for me, that's so essential because as we hold another's wholeness, as I'm sure you you're aware of, it sounds like in your work, we help to draw it out. Right. You know, we hold them as broken, like we reinforce that brokenness, like our beholding matters. Right. And, and so, yeah, so like I can recognize certain traits here, but you're like, yeah, but like, let's not forget, like if I'm overly focused on the Enneagram, then I am not here to witness the full territory of you, of your organic being. Right. And wow, so I like the way you, you, um, uh, I express that. So yeah. Right. If I'm focused too much on, yes, then I'm right. not. It's a yeah, tool. Then, right. But don't, and know, it's a balance. I'm sure. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just of, of holding. Yeah. And so, so the, yeah, that's the work. And and so I, I do one-on-one work. I do, I do um, couples work. I work with families. I, um, I have several adjunct faculty who work with me who help to facilitate weekly contemplative Enneagram groups where we meditate basically for 20 minutes. And then we share from our Enneagram types and our journeys and what we're working on. I do speaking around the world, you know, last year in Egypt, Sweden, Denmark, you know, it's, it's an exciting life, but it's so fulfilling. And I feel like honored to be like, I get privy to the most intimate aspects of human lives and, and, and the things that matter, you know, like to people the most. And, and I also, because of it, I also feel like the advantage I have when people look outside and they they are jealous of other people. You know, for me, I'm in with people's inner lives. I work with people who are extremely wealthy, you know, kind of like right. in every walk of life. And I'm like, we're all human. <laughs> right, right, right. That we all struggle. And 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 so to be in touch with that humanity in everyone, no matter what their outsides look like, right? right? It, um, it, feel, it feels like a deep honor, but also keeps me grounded in our shared humanity. You know, I'm so I work with like, folks who are in that top one percentile and I volunteer at the local prison and support folks there. And so for me, it's not just like charity. It's about like, it's maintaining my own sense of wholeness and maintaining my passion. Yeah. It's something that you would do. um, And I'm just putting this out there um, because I listened to um, a segment um, the other day and what the gentleman was saying is that true success is, is doing something that you would do, do for free, but you're getting paid for it. That means that you have a passion for doing what you're doing. So you're not doing it um, based solely based on uh, monetary, um, you know, uh, profits. Although that is something that, you know, comes with it, but at the same time, you have a passion for doing what you're doing. So yes. that just and it it um, it reminds me of me in regards to uh, me writing music. It's m- me writing and, and and recording music has little to do with how much I'm going to sell of the music mm-hmm. as to 
in, as, in comparison to how it makes me feel. And it makes me feel complete doing that, being a creator. Yeah. And just, just, it brings me joy. And like you say, uh, like you mentioned, makes me whole. So that, that's amazing that yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because you're doing it for the right reasons. Um, not, not saying that if someone chooses profit that they're doing it wrong. I can't judge anyone's journey, yeah. but I just, I'm just saying what resonates with me at this present yeah. moment is someone that is doing something that they're passionate about, you know, and that's basically what I see, um, yeah. what I feel when I, when I listen to you, yeah. that it's about, um, caring and, and, and it just intrigues you to, to, um, to engage and, and use your skill set um, in different environments with different um, people from different levels of, of consciousness, of class, of economics. And it's just amazing. That, that, that's amazing. And yeah. I, I commend you on yeah. doing that. And, and all your other accomplishments. I mean, like you say, like the American dream, but, but still it takes, um, it takes dedication and it takes discipline to accomplish what you, what you have. And, mm -hmm. That that's what I see, you know, that you have the wherewithal to um to 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 get through and to accomplish once you set your uh, mind on a certain goal and then you accomplish that goal. And then once you accomplish that goal, you set another goal and then you accomplish that goal. And I I believe that's what life um it what makes life uh just keeps us going is setting goals and going after them and, and learning and growing. And that's exactly, you're the exact definition of that. So kudos to you. Okay. Thank you <laughs> for being, you. yes, yes, who no. you are. Yes. No. So, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh I was going to say, well, I appreciate that. And I want to add, I mean, you know, for me, when I listen to speakers who maybe even did something that like I hoped to do, right? And for me, that was like, oh, doing something meaningful and actually being able to make a living doing it, right? That like, I deeply believe that genius is in every human, right? And and that like, sometimes it's about loving yourself enough and caring about yourself enough in little ways to start out with, right? Making your bed in the morning like you know just that 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 where I believe everyone has this capacity to live their genius in a way that is different from mine right yes but everybody yes. has their own unique genius level talent uh -huh. that's what I believe right. <laughs> sorry for just making yes. so loud but I get excited <laughs> especially you know? when someone uh um triggers me yeah, you triggered me, <laughs> but in a good way. That's awesome. <laughs> in a good way. I love, I enjoy so much having conversations um, and just, I don't want to use the word use, but it elevates me listening to people talk and, 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 and from their perspectives yeah. and even down to just vocabulary. I pay attention to everything, you yeah. know, just listening. So a word that you may have used somewhere in this in, in, you know, in this, I might incorporate it into my, the way I articulate myself. So I, I just love learning and growing and grasping. That's why if you say something and I haven't heard it before, whether I don't care about people, I don't want to say don't care, but it doesn't bother me if someone <laughs> thinks, oh, he doesn't know what that means. Nope. At least I'm going to be honest enough yeah. to express that. And then now I know what it means because she just, told, she just explained it to me. So now I know. So now I'm elevated a bit more. And that's the type of um, 
you know, conversations and uh, uh, um, segments I, I enjoy um, having here. Something that's going to leave me um, a little bit more expanded than, you know, before we started. So that's amazing. So what I want to ask you before we leave is, before we conclude this segment, is how can people find you? Now, you're going to, I'm sure you left me, you messaged me the uh, the links, and I'm going to incorporate those into the description of this um, this segment when it's uploaded. But while you're here live, for those of that those are just that are just listening, like right. maybe on Spotify, how exactly. can they find you and your your beautiful uh, program and work and, and your expertise? How? Yes. Okay. Well, so evolving Enneagram. So evolving, which is one of, you know, your words evolved. Um, Enneagram is E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. So evolving Enneagram.com. Evolving Enneagram is my Instagram handle. It's, you know, I've got a LinkedIn account. I've got a Facebook account. So just find that and you'll find me like everywhere. And yeah. And so I do work it like at a high level. Like I like working with leaders, you know, for the individual coaching. But here's the other thing also, my contemplative Enneagram groups this year, again, to balance this and make it accessible to everyone, those are pay what you can. And so like, like that, that's my invitation to grow larger community where you can have this like resource of meditation, an Enneagram informed community. Yeah. So, and at, you know, at every, just, with a diverse group of people from around the world. We have Muslims in our group and we have Christians and we have Wiccans and we have, you know, like- Yeah, I read that. Life. Yeah. yeah, it's really, yeah. Amazing. So thank you very much for coming on again. I appreciate your presence, your energy, your insight, your perspectives, your expertise. Um, just you're, you're an inspiration um, to me as well. And I'm, I'm pretty sure to a lot of people that will- that are listening, that will see this, that will listen and see it. And just thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate everyone for watching and listening. And if you want to be on the Enlightened Empowered Evolve podcast, email me at 333empower at gmail.com. Don't forget to hit that like button and that subscribe button on whatever platform or streaming service that you may be listening and or watching this program. Thank you very much. I send in love, appreciation, success, health, wealth to everyone. May it circulate in all areas of your experience. Thank you very much. See you soon. Enlightened, empowered, evolved.